Hello, and welcome to Geeks Camp, the home of RPG jargon and general tomfoolery. Today, we're coming to you with another episode of our creator interviews, this time with uh, the Junkie Moon crew talking about their upcoming Mothership Kickstarter. I'm your host, Zach, and I'm joined with my co-host, the Dwarven DM, John Christian. John, how you doing? Troy's not here, so I can say it, and it's not ironic. Lolly ho, everyone. There you go. Good job. <laughs> well job done. Uh, and then we also have, uh, let's see, Christian, Marco, and Greenspore along for the ride. Hello. Thanks for having Hello. us. It's good to be here. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, typically, how we start off these little creator interviews is we have, you know, the person kind of tell us who they are and uh, what they, um, what we might know them from before. Now, you got not just the three of you, but this project has incorporated quite a few people. And I know you're kind of, you're the, the liaisons for the whole entity. So who's going to kind of kick us off or you can trade it off or whatnot, but tell us about how this crew came together and what all you guys can put your names to so far. For sure. Um, I mean, it started in a discord channel uh, for third party creators for mothership. And there had been talk about group chats for a really long time. And uh, it's just like a breeding ground for creativity. So uh, when ZineQuest was coming up, I think we talked about it in like October. Some people were talking about how they weren't going to have time to do their own or how, um, you know, they wish they could do a different project. But, you know, you can only run a single Kickstarter if you're new to Kickstarter at a time. And, you know, I think it just a few of us were just like, hey, why don't we just all do something together also? And uh, that kind of spurred into its own a uh, little bit. And, you know, we have, yeah, 13 of us. Wow. So there's a few just like super new faces. Um, me, myself, I've, I've only done a system neutral uh, module called Constant Downpour for Zine Quest 3. Uh, hmm. And, you know, and then we have like people who are like really seasoned, like uh, Carrick, who did one of the first third party modules called Bloom uh, for Mothership uh reese who is really integrated with the uh uh first party guys and really have helped test out a lot of the first edition did things for dissident whispers etc and then uh and then ourselves so <laughs> well that's i think awesome. can we can we change their name from with 13 humans working on this is it a, a crew or is it the junkie moon platoon I like crew more. I don't know how Connor and Christian feel. Oh, it was absolutely a fantastic environment. I feel like this project hit the ground running because right from like the first day, really, that we set up, you know, the little Discord channel, I got people starting around ideas. And just so much creativity in one space. Mm. Uh, it was really fun to rip off of other people's work and you know, try to tie uh, different sort of concepts and ideas together and just play with what emerged and let the themes sort of blossom. Really, really fun to write and even more fun to be a part of the editing team for that. Yeah, I, I assume we'll, we'll probably get into it a little bit more, but the thing that's really interesting about the actual, like, setting and sort of theming of, like, theme and the adventure in the book is that, like, we didn't, someone wasn't like, I want to make an adventure about a, a moon that's entirely made out of space junk in space who wants to come help me it was like 
we were just all like a group project would be fun. And then the whole project came from that. Just like people yeah. throwing out like, what are themes? What are ideas? What are just settings? What's the thing that would work in a big group setting? And then we kind of like built the, you know, the nebulous shape of the book out in our head. And then we just defined it from there. So um, I think that's the thing that's really cool is that it's like nobody came in. We didn't know that this is what it was going to be basically until it suddenly was that, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I got really excited. I mean, so there, there's been a couple really big, really cool uh, Mothership Kickstarters that everybody knows about that uh, uh, came out recently. Yours, uh, when I got to get a little preview of it, um, got me excited on another level, which is uh, not only are you what I would call, you may not, you may have a better word than this, but an anthology and that you have multiple people writing, but you've fused them together in a hex environment, right? So it's not a matter of um, all of these things feel starkly different and you kind of need to just read the whole thing and peruse and find what, what you want to pull, but um, there's, there's a, there's a flow or a binding element to all of it, um, which can be broken apart and you can run, you know, I'm assuming here a little bit, but you can break it apart and run different things. But uh, you can also just really take this and run with it. And if your crew is having a good time, uh, you can keep going. Uh, and so this to me is, a, is, is, is firing on all cylinders. And it's exactly the type of book that I adore uh, picking up and, and putting forward because it can bend itself to be what your home team wants. Uh, so kudos to you guys. And I'm really, really excited and pleased to hear that it, that sort of unified conglomerate of independent creators is what, what it came out of. I think that's the yeah. thing that's fascinating to me about this outside of just, I love the idea, like just the baseline idea of orbital debris. I, I love, and I love that it's in mothership, which is one of my favorite new systems. Um, I think what's fascinating to me too, is that you've got 13 people that all have a, they need to have a voice in the creation process. What I'm really curious about is it sounds like it was an incredibly positive experience. How does that, how, how does that even happen? Are you on, is everything happening through text on discord in separate channels? Are you having meetings with one another on zoom or anything like that? And when you do, which, how do you know which ideas bubble up to the top uh, to, in order to produce the final product? Yeah. I'm, I have actually just been thinking about this today because I was just kind of going back over the the history of the project in my head earlier today. And uh, uh, honestly, other than this is the second time I think any of us have spoken on voice or video um, with each other. <laughs> most, most, the vast majority of it is done, yeah, over Discord with text, um, a number of channels. It was, I would say, in a positive way, very chaotic for like the first 48 hours. It was mm -hmm. lots of like, Hey, we need to have, let's have a background. We need to like come up, sort of have a history of the place. What kind of is the place, you know, like different channels for everything. And these just channels being flooded. And then we kind of, you know, after that initial 24 hours of ideas, it was like, okay, let's go back. What were the big ones that hit off? Like what, what were the settings that generated a lot of discussion? What were the factions that, that really intrigued people? Um, we held sort of votes on some of those things. Some, at least, I mean, feel free to, to correct me if, um, if, if you remember it uh, differently, either of you, but it, it felt like for the most part, it came out pretty naturally that it was like, oh, that's a great idea. And just most people liked it. 
Um, and then also, you know, it, it helps too that we have Reese doing project managing and kind of keeping sort of broad, we have very broad deadlines, like, hey, four weeks, you know, to get your hexes in. So then the editors can look over it several weeks for the editors to look at it. So it's, it's very, we've had enough runway ahead of us that we've had time to just feel it out and mm -hmm. check in with each other. Um, and we also made sure from the beginning to be really transparent with like, hey, we're going in on a Kickstarter in this case together. This is going to be a product that will exist, you know, as a book buy like let's make sure that revenue sharing is a thing we've thought of let's make sure there's no like we, we it seemed very intentional by a lot of people involved um to not make sure that we, this didn't generate bad blood and i think that's the best part because um, you know everyone has the bad memories of group projects in school where you feel like you do all the work and nobody else did any right well that's the i think the one of the differences here is that it, you all chose to be lab partners you know, as opposed to the professor simply thrusting it upon you. It's like, these are the, the Phoebes that you're going to be stuck with for the rest of the semester. So let me ask you this, though. So was there a natural, like a, one person in particular, or was it a group of people with that uh, that kind of became the de facto project manager, uh, like in the conversations that happened? Or was there one person at the very beginning that said, okay, look, we, it's all of our vision, but somebody's got to kind of direct the ship or it's going to, it's going to be hard to kind of like, grasp the tail of the Leviathan and, and make this thing operate correctly? Or did you really, I, I need you, you mentioned the project manager, but like how much of that was actually involved in someone having to lead the group as the, as opposed to the group organically creating uh, content? I think um, we, we were definitely creating content in an organic fashion because everyone was super excited about, you know, other people's ideas and just trying to see what we could bring out of that. Uh, I think probably Reese could speak uh, or the most directly to what project managing was like uh, with this sort of weirdly collective uh, sort of sort of, sort of decentralized thing that we did. Do you, do you want to speak on that? Yeah, we had. Well, I was going to say we had. And yeah, because um, I think I mean, I don't know about everybody else's experience. We kind of started with, hey, what does everyone want to do? You know, we made tags and roles and stuff for so for me, I'm like, I, well, I'm in for writing and editing. I can't do art. Um, layout's a thing I'm learning my own on my own right now. So I'm probably not the best person to be layout on this. And yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I think that Reese, who is doing project managing for us, I think that he was like kind of the only person with that bigger project experience, at least that that was willing to, to dedicate the time. Hmm. Yeah, he actually. Did he have any? Oh yeah. Well, he Sorry. came in. Um, he raised his hand to be the project manager um because yeah basically we were jumping in uh i started the discord and i was kind of starting stuff i'd never done discord before and so it was all kinds of wonky uh and and like uh christian said it was extremely chaotic uh but in like a very positive fashion just everything was developing kind of simultaneously and so he raised his hand and was like hey you know i'm a very interested in writing. B, I've I've done project management for books before. He he was the one who's uh, he has writing and dissident whispers. If you're familiar with that um, anthology from Mothership, mm -hmm. and so yeah, that was a huge um, a huge blessing because he just kind of came in, gave him access to the Discord. He's kind of ran a lot of the um, and that kind of Google Sheets and Trellos for us. Uh, I think that's something that we could have done better is use those. I know, especially for myself. And then, yeah, I've kind of, um, I've done a little bit here and there, just getting 
certain things running, but really without him, I think it would be a lot more hectic. And uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely learned a lot just in what a group project would look like just because he's been, you know, making sure things, he's the one that came up with all the deadlines. He's like super, you know, he's like in charge of like reaching out to people if they had to back out um, because of life, you know, he's just kind of reinvites people in, you know, soft invite or whatever. And, you know, really sets everything to make sure that he's running the calendar and it just takes off a lot of stress for us. So that's great. Awesome. So uh, let's, let's do this. So let's move into what the project is itself. Um, and the way I was thinking about how I want to do this, cause it could be a lot of things, you know, you got 23 different hexes and you could probably say something about each one, but um, just for the sake of brevity, like, do you, each one of you have like, uh, 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 I won't, I won't pin you down to a favorite hex, but a hex that you would, wouldn't mind like saying like, I really enjoyed what was conceived of here and maybe give us a couple uh, pitches of, of, of cool things that we might experience. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Um, the one, and it helps, uh, you know, cause I'm also one of the, the three people doing editing on the project. Um, and, uh, so I've read a lot of the hexes at this point. <laughs> yeah, there is one and I feel bad cause I don't have the whole list of credits up there. There is a hex that I know is called, um, the house of Nick's and I won't give away too much of it, but, um, the thing that it was, it's kind of strange. There was kind of this like natural, like element just to us saying that everything was garbage. There's just garbage and trash everywhere. Like all these people independently were like, there's going to be a bunch of like weird half organic, half synthetic, half robot, half organic creatures. There's going to be a lot of psionics. Um, there's going to be, it has this very like, like strange Dune meets Fallout meets like some remnants of like waste management, like the company waste management that exists in real life <laughs> um, elements to it. And the the House of Nyx, that, that hex is sort of one of the big characters that kind of runs counter to one of the biggest factions which is like the trash president the junk king has a bunch of like you know a myriad of titles um who is kind of this almost like warhammer 40k style emperor this sort of like or like i use i mentioned doing this sort of like baron harkonnen like has <laughs> lived way longer than he should have preserved mm. by machinery kind of character who used to just be the ceo of a waste management company that tried to take the moon and basically make it like a traveling truck you know uh garbage truck and you kind of start to see you get to like you get a lot of history of it here but it's also very dangerous and all the characters are just a little off kilter enough that like even though this person is counter to that person does that mean that the crew does that mean that you as the crew can trust them does that mean you should even work with them because they seem really dangerous on their own um and this is one that one for me, you know, I don't want to give away too much of it, but you really you really get a history for the moon and it has a lot of interesting bigger faction implications beyond just like, mm -hmm. oh, there's a scary creature here that's chasing us. You know, it's more like, what do we want to do that could affect this place on a grand scale? So I really like that one. Cool. I'm I'm a huge fan of the psychic prison, uh, but you don't necessarily know where that is right away. Um yeah. And I also uh, really like the Biohazard Bay area. I think those two hexes in particular are sort of emblematic of going all in on one of the themes that sort of emerge. Uh, and they're, they're just very fun as 
horror. Oh, yeah, so that sounds really it. It's cool. Like already, we've heard of three hexes, and there's very different, you know, unified in the idea of trash or or debris or or, or junk, but 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 very different takes on that, which is really cool. So, what about you, Marco? Uh. Yeah, I would probably talk about like two separate ones. So one, I think uh, one thing that's great about the hexes is there's really hardly any. There's like, I don't know, maybe like four giant graveyards. But one giant graveyard that I really like is based off Gundam. It's like the Mecha graveyard. And it tells the history of like a giant war that happened essentially uh, between two warring Mechas. But there's like all this like battery acid all over the ground that you know players can get in trouble with but there's also like a lot of things that you can actually do with the mecha and i thought that was like a really you know like it had to be there and i'm really glad somebody did it um Hmm. and then i just read uh sigma's sigma castell has a hex that is like there's a giant gun there but around the gun is this like kind of like hotown like backwater swampy like weird like everglades type of like environment and society that lives there where it's just like you know kind of sparse and spread out you know there's kind of these like little pieces that exist in the six mile region but it's very it just has this interesting feel of like uh country and there i think christian's hex also the house of heat is kind of really uh, kind of has that similar feel i really love that uh like deliverance style that kind of comes through in a few of these hexes but you know you get this it's, it's even on so the moon. buried. It's crazy. You just can't get yeah. rid of hillbillies, can you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're everywhere. Nature's, space, nature's greatest space. survivor. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's the, the, the coal that was mined from the, uh, from the moon. The, those are the, the, the yeah. remnant coal miners that are still out there. The West Virginian hillbilly, hillfolk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some remnants on that moon. I will <laughs> say that for sure. Well, so let me ask you this. When does this Kickstarter go live? February 1st. Really? All right. Right mm-hmm. around the corner then. Awesome. Oh, awesome. So a little over a week left to go. Um, you, I, I will say though, you guys have kind of hit the ground running. You just kind of turned on your, uh, your, your follow page. What uh, on, uh, I, I don't even know when to say, but I, I feel like it was just like yesterday. And you hit 277, which is great. So I'm I'm really excited for this project to do well. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, and I'm one of those followers. I know John is. I know Troy is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for us to turn down Mothership in general at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anything that's like anthology and like uh, we're good uh, at this point. I'm pretty good buddies with Joel Hines and his crew. And I saw that uh, you had his cartographer on your team. I'm like, that's cool. So um there's just it looks like a really fun thing and i'm really really excited to 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 see it go live and see where it goes um is there other than the um than the kickstarter landing page is there any other place that you would point people towards if they want to follow this project um we're going to be posting uh uh uh, any links you gave us uh in the show notes but if there's some other place that they should go let us know i don't think so i think yeah, I think that's something that what we really focused on at the beginning was the writing. You know, let's uh-huh. get the writing done, or yep. at least most of it. And in lieu of that was 
some things that we might have should have done earlier, which is like layout. We should have had some more art because now it's like the last like two weeks. We finally <laughs> got our Kickstarter ready. We like, you know, we have like so much more art to make for it. Uh, just for, so the Kickstarter looks, you know, as gorgeous as it can. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, then we don't have like, yeah, well, the only thing we have is the Kickstarter that really puts us all together. Other than that, it's just yeah. all of our separate tags. So yeah, kind <laughs> well, of that decentralized nature of it makes it so that it's like, well, the Kickstarter, we didn't start, you know, like a, yeah. maybe if we do Orbital Debris 2, right, then we'll start like an imprint name or something. We don't, <laughs> we don't, uh, yeah, we don't really have that front. So I would say, yeah, mostly the Kickstarter. Um, Perfect. But I think people will find that it's uh, going to be, I think that I will say, I think, I feel like it's it maybe interesting to, people who are thinking about doing a collaborative thing too is because we do have so many people people will notice that the kickstarter is very streamlined um mm-hmm. like we aren't we aren't focusing on stretch goals like we're focusing on making the book the book that we ha- want to make a reality and mm-hmm. going from there as simple as possible so that's the, that's kind of one of the other reasons we would just point there is that it's like we want this to be like this book is exists mm-hmm. and you have it and it's awesome and then mm-hmm. not be like Oh no, we need three of these people to finish this art for this eighth stretch goal. And, you know, like, especially yep. with everything shipping yep. and stuff now. Well, that being said, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, definitely follow everyone's uh, like itch.io page and everything, uh, just because a lot of us prefer, uh, I don't know, I, I don't want to shoot down any specific uh, locations, but uh, good revenue sharing percentage on there is nice. Um, and yeah, uh, everyone has got their own stuff. And I think if you really get to know uh, some of the creators, you can see where where their style comes in in the hexes. I know I'll be doing a thing like writing a tie-in so you can take some of the, like a different anthology that I'm working on and throw all those ships on the moon if you want, that sort of thing. So just keep your eye out. There will be fun things in the future from all of us. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to head. So you, you perfect. Perfect timing. I was going to say, yeah, there's not a lot of, it's very streamlined. Like you said, the Kickstarter page is, is very tight. Uh, that said, die, if, if, if I was pointing my listeners anywhere, it's like, go back their thing and then go down to the team section. And there's a lot of uh, itch links. There's a lot of, uh, you know, references to other projects. And listen, you just go buy all those too. And, and that'll be just like they had 13 add-ons and stretch goals. So um, it all works out the same. Uh, well, Green Spore and Christian and Marco, thank you so much for hanging out with us for a little while tonight. Yeah, thanks for chatting with yeah. us. It was great to be on. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you guys. I really appreciate you hosting. Well, we'll get you we'll get get your name out to a few more places, a few more folks if we can. Um, really appreciate uh, John you hanging out with me and Troy uh, uh, for getting us all hooked up and ready to go. Also, uh, here at the end, I really want to thank uh, uh, the RPG Zines Facebook group. Uh, they've been nice enough to let us uh, plant ourselves for these creator interviews on their channel, and that uh, gives it even a wider audience. So thanks a lot to that team of admins there. All right. Thank you a lot, Junkie Moon crew. And uh, we'll look forward to February 1st. Hell yeah. Have a good one. Thanks. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. 
you like this episode and want to hear more, go ahead and hit the subscribe button here on the podcast feed. And while you're at it, give us a review and some stars if you could. If you want to watch one of our shows live, we record uh, just about every Sunday and Tuesday pretty consistently on YouTube and Twitch. You can find links to both of those if you head on over to the Discord or just shoot us a message on Facebook if you want. Also, give us a like on Facebook while you're there as uh, we tend to post uh, upcoming shows and notices and things like that on our Facebook feed. All right, we'll see you next time.